Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all of my baggage droppers around the world, welcome to another episode of the Drop Your Baggage Podcast, where we talk to people that are dope, that can bring you hope, and show you a technique that can help you cope. I am your host, the self-talk engineer, Charles Wolfork, and if you are here right now, please consider hitting the like and subscribe button. If you're on a podcast platform, give a brother five stars and some feedback as well. Now, what I have right here, which you got, oh my goodness, I am so blessed to have a goddess on the show right now, Miss Shelly Shelton. Now, Shelly is from Virginia and she is a 19-year veteran in recruiting and talent acquisition and staffing for multiple industries. She is also a motivational speaker and author and interior decorator and the founder of Unstoppable University. She is amazing, y'all. You better take get a pen and paper because ladies and gentlemen i bring to you shelly what's up shelly <laughs> i love that intro <laughs> thank you charles so welcome. i love it i love it <laughs> you're so how welcome. are you i am so outstanding especially to be on the line with you today when we first met i was just was like blown away at you know who you are and your story and I just can't wait for like my audience to get just a glimpse of your story. So please, you know, go ahead and take it away and let, let people know. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. First of all, thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to talk on your fantastic platform here. So it's such an honor and a pleasure. You know, we, we were sharing this morning. I said, you know, like what piece with my story? Like, you know, I, I'm so blessed and, mm -hmm. and I've been through a number of challenges and it's just amazing what happens when you just kind of persevere and push through it. Mm -hmm. But with challenge comes sometimes those those little glimpses of or lack of hope sometimes or moments where you may not have that that self esteem that maybe you once had. Mm -hmm. And so so a little bit about my story for your audience. I guess about hmm, over ten years ago. Well, let me start with the original. The original. So 2004, I woke up one day and could not see and mm. was completely blind. It was devastating. It was absolutely devastating. I'll never forget it. It was August 3rd, 2004. I tell people all the time, 8304. Mm. I woke up and I was married at the time. And originally I, I looked at the television when I woke up that morning and I could only see like blotches of color. Mm. So I was like, oh, something's wrong here. And then that transition to me still <laughs> going going to work, even though I had had several situations that morning that said, okay, this is not the time to try to attempt to go to work. I got to, I, I you know, got showered, I got in my car, you know, and I looked to my left at the stop sign. I couldn't see, I, I saw like the sun, I saw everything. I looked to my right and couldn't see anything. Like I was mm -hmm. losing very quickly my peripheral vision. Mm -hmm. And then I still proceeded to go to work. I, I've always had like this work ethic within me that says, I don't care what's going on. I'm still getting the job done. Like, that's just crazy, right? But this has been me. So I went on to work, drove to work, got into my office that day. Mm -hmm. I stood and st was standing there and literally was losing my ability to stand up. And so I hit the wall. And as I hit the wall, my I knew my life was changing in that very moment. I felt it. I felt it. Mm -hmm. And so... I called my spouse and I said, okay, something's not right. We, we transitioned with getting me back home. When I got home, I collapsed on the sofa and I felt again, my life was just something, something was shifting. Mm -hmm. And as it began to shift, I decided that I wasn't going to go to the hospital. Don't tell me why I decided to do that. And 
I stayed home that night, but the very next morning is when I woke up and I saw nothing, mm. nothing, absolutely pitch black, nothing. And my life changed in that moment, mm -hmm. but I persevered through it. I can't even begin to tell you what, what happened. And I only began to lose that I lost my sight, but I began to lose my ability to walk. Mm. And so there I was, couldn't see and couldn't walk, but I refused to give up. I refuse to give up. And so my neurologist prophesied over my life and said that if I had a child, that I would be completely paralyzed if I had a child. See, my husband and I at the time were going to have a child. And so that's what the neurologist said to me. I have lesions all over my brain. And all of it stems back to what this is, is called multiple sclerosis. Mm -hmm. And, and so that impacted my life. It was, it was crazy. It was devastating, but I will say, because your mindset is everything. Your mindset is, is every, everything. Mm -hmm. I decided I was not going to give up. And I think that's why my body and through prayer and support, my body bounced back. So by mm -hmm. the end of the year, I was back. I was full force. I could see, I could walk. I didn't care what the neurologist said. We were still looking at having a child like boom. And, and, and it's from that, that people said, do you understand that you are unstoppable? Hmm. And, and even when that was said to me, I still, I still didn't know. I still did not know how powerful my story was at the mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Like who goes through that and says, I don't care what you say, neurologist. I'm still, I'm still pushing through. I don't care what you say. I'm still going to walk. I don't care what you say. I'm still somehow going to have a child. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you say. I'm still going to be able to see. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't care how many lesions are on my brain. Like literally I have so many lesions on my brain. The neurologist says it's too many to count. Mm -hmm. So, but I refuse to accept that message. That narrative was not going to be my story. Mm -hmm. I think the story that is most captivating isn't even that about my story. I went through divorce mm -hmm. and that's the piece that as people on YouTube see my story, that's the piece that is grabbing everyone's attention. Not that I was blind and couldn't walk. Mm -hmm. The piece where you bounce through the pain of divorce because the pain of divorce was 10 times worse than what I went through with being blind and unable to walk. Mm -hmm. But I will say, because my ex-husband left me, after 21 years, it was most devastating because the, the vision and the ability to walk was something physical. Mm -hmm. Leaving someone after 21 years was emotional and mental, and that piece still stays with me. Mm -hmm. And so that's the piece that people always want to know, how did you get through that? How did you recover? And so I've been a motivational speaker for years, walking people and through this process of divorce recovery. Mm -hmm. How do you bounce back when you're, when your your whole life changes because of the investment that you made in someone, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful because I have made some major shifts, mm -hmm. some major shifts. And I'm sure there's a whole lot within what I just said that the audience wants to know your audience wants to know, okay, well, well what happened and what did you do? And how did that happen? And all of that. I have my story on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's eight minutes and 30 seconds of how my life completely shifted. Mm -hmm. and how you know when your relationship changes mm -hmm. and how you know when to check out who's there to support you as you're going through challenges in your life. Mm -hmm. And so it's been, it's been a ride. Like it's been, it, it has, so it, all this happened in 2012, that piece happened in 2012, but my life shifted and I'm so incredibly blessed with where I am today. Mm -hmm. So incredibly blessed. So I don't know. So I need to fill in the blanks about Unstoppable University and how mm -hmm. I 
transition into all of that. I will share sometimes when you're in a relationship, mm -hmm. you can invest so much of yourself in it that you lose sight of who you are. And that's what happened to me. I lost complete sight of who Shelly Shelton was. I was so invested at being wife of the century, being the best at work, being everything that everybody else wanted Shelly Shelton to be, mm -hmm. that I lost sight of what I wanted to be and who I was. But after my ex-husband left, I completely shifted to going after every single goal that I ever missed out on, every single one. I tell people all the time, it's like, it's like if you go to a, a cemetery and there's so many dreams that have been buried there of people that have not had an opportunity to continue to persevere, to do the things that they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. That's why I, I always tell people life is so short, mm -hmm. whatever it is that you want to do, do it now. Don't wait 10 years from now. Don't wait 20 years from now. Mm -hmm. Try it now because so many dreams are buried in the cemetery of people that could have conquered so many things that have could have impacted so many lives. And as a result, I went after every dream, every goal. And that first one was starting my own business. I didn't even know, Charles, like when I first started, I was like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. And every day I would get direction about what to, what to do. So in my bedroom was like these gigantic post-it notes mm -hmm. that I just taped on the wall as I was getting direction about what to do with my life. And and so I started, I started speaking. And when I started speaking, people began to hear my message even more. Mm. And as a result, that gift of speaking transcended into other streams of income. And so, so I started speaking and people said, Hey, you know, I see you speaking. I like what you're doing. Can you teach me how you're doing that? Mm. So I started the Aspiring Speakers Academy. So teaching people how to motivational, do motivational speaking. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. cool. Well, people would come over to my house and said, hey, I like your crib. You ever thought about decorating? I'm like, yeah, I actually love decorating. <laughs> so I started Shelton home staging and interior decorating from that. So it's like, but it all stemmed from me going through that journey of being blind and unable to walk mm -hmm. to someone mm -hmm. leaving me and me being devastated to me making a decision. And this is the thing, you've got to make a decision of when you're going to make that shift in your life. Yeah. I made a decision yeah. that I was going to do that. And so as a result, Aspiring Speakers Academy was formed. And then Shelton Interior Home Decorating was was, was created. Mm -hmm. And then I created Unstoppable University. So, and then all these other things just evolved. But all in all, even though I feel like I've conquered so much, I've impacted thousands of lives, which is absolutely awesome. So, mm -hmm such a blessing. We were talking about how there are still moments where I feel like I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. And I tackle that every day because I still work a full-time job. I still got my side gig life. Mm -hmm. There's still moments where I feel like I'm not good enough. And so I push and I push and I push and I push until those moments where it clicked. I do affirmations. Mm -hmm. I do manifestation, audio mm -hmm. manifestations daily. I'm a prayer warrior. I have my own international prayer group. So I'm incredibly thankful. I'm so blessed because I wanted to have a child. I thought of one time that that wasn't going to happen. And then God said, okay, like who said that this child couldn't be birthed in some books? Mm -hmm. You love to write, don't you? So I started writing. And so I have three children's books about the baby that I always wanted to have. Mm -hmm. And so his name is Chandler. The books are the Adventures of Chandler and the Traveling Prayer Shawl. Chandler goes camping. And then this last one is to help 
those that are dealing with divorce realize that your child is going through it with you. Mm -hmm. And so it's more of a divorce coaching book teaching kids how to go through those go through those changes that happen in, within their household so i think in a nutshell like that's the epitome that's like the the major piece of my story that i mm. love people to hear i think throughout it all my message is always never give up keep pushing keep persevering never never give up but there's always even sometimes someone like me there's still some moments where you feel like you're not good enough and mm -hmm. so you keep pushing you keep grinding but that's my story Amen. that's my story charles and i'm sticking to it <laughs> <laughs> all right all right two things number one how was the like what did it feel like when you could finally see and like walk and and like you were totally 100 able again it was it was i don't even know how to describe it it's mm. like as a child when you when you get your first tricycle <laughs> and you're like ooh, like this feel kind of good let me jump <laughs> on here let me go ride and see how this is mm -hmm. oh it was nice it was mm. so so i mean it made me realize that there was so much of my life before then that mm -hmm. I took for granted, that I took for granted. Yeah, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. It was amazing. <laughs> and what were some of, so one of your goals was to start businesses or start a business and then it, you know, multiplied. Of course, you know, that's what God does. He multiplies. What, what was the other goals that you had that you wanted to accomplish after you were totally able and, and off to the races? Yeah, so, so I always wanted to have my own staffing business. And so, so I did that for a while. So I have it on hold right now because I'm doing some other things, but I always wanted to, to have my own staff and business since I had worked so hard. And the reason why it was so, so important to me growing up, my mom and my dad worked two jobs. And so I took over handling everything in the household as the oldest kid. Mm -hmm. And so what I realized my mom was not at home because the restaurant that she managed had major staffing issues. Mm -hmm. So she always worked doubles because her people couldn't come in. Mm -hmm. And so I remember saying, God, why is my mom never at home? Mm -hmm. And when I transitioned into staffing for restaurants, I saw it. I saw it. I see why she was never at home. Right. The staffing issues can be so devastating. If your heart is in this business, you're going to stay mm -hmm. and you're going to work all these extra hours and you're not going to be home. Mm -hmm. But my goal and my dream was that was I never, ever want anyone to go through what I went through as a child with not having my parents at home. Yeah. And so I work and grind so hard to staff every single restaurant. So that there's not a child that has to experience what I experienced. Amen. So yes, but yes, I always wanted to have my own staffing agency, own recruiting business. That was one of them. Mm -hmm. And and I always wanted to 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 be a motivational speaker. That was that was one of my goals. Yeah. 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 I wanted to inspire people. And in fact, a part of the story that you didn't talk about was how you went on a, a tour or two with one of the legends of motivational speaking, <laughs> which is Dr. Eric Thomas. But that's for another yeah. show. <laughs> the hip hop preacher. Yes, yes indeed. indeed. <laughs> yeah, he reached out to me. He reached out to me last week. Him and Didi were in Dubai. He was showing showing me a video of them in Dubai. So yes, we'll definitely have to talk about that. That is so cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Now, thanks. now here on the Drop Your Baggage podcast, we talk to people that are dope that can bring you hope and show you a technique that can help you cope. And that technique is called the mental and emotional release process. It's a neuro-linguistic programming technique. I'm going to talk to the audience real quick. If something is on your heart, if something is on your mind, if you feel as though that you're holding yourself back in some way, shape or form, or if you just feel like something is just weighing you down, please go to charleswolfwork.com. There's a form on the front and you can actually release your baggage, do years of therapy, years of personal 
personal development, have multiple breakthroughs within minutes. Just fill out that form, set your own schedule and show up for your divine appointment, just like Miss Shelley has today. Now, I wanted to tell you that I am not a psychologist or a therapist or a counselor or a psychiatrist or any of those other amazing professions that have letters behind their name. I am a alternate to those wonderful professions that help you massively with your mindset. And today we are going to be releasing the limiting belief that I'm not good enough. And you touched on it a bit briefly, but I just want to know how does it affect you maybe on a day-to-day basis with, you know, you having to do so much work to kind of, kind of turn that to silence or turn down that internal conversation. Absolutely. I can give you a prime example. Mm -hmm. Every day I get up between one and 4 a.m. and I have my time, you know, with the Lord and meditate and all that. Mm -hmm. And then I jump directly into my job. And I think I do that for two reasons. One, because of of what's happening and how much work it is. Mm -hmm. But two, because I feel like maybe there's something within me that I feel like I'm not good enough with getting it all done. Or am I the right person to be able to get all this stuff done? Or Mm -hmm. did I incorporate the right strategy for them? Like, I'm always... When it comes to work, I can sometimes double guess or double, what's the word, be too analytical or second guess. Second guess. There you go. Second guess. Mm-hmm. Second guess myself. And and so it it stems back to, am I second guessing because I think I'm not good enough? Mm-hmm. Has the narrative been said to me so long ago that it's still like in the back of my head mm-hmm. and I still got to push hard because I feel like I'm not good enough in some, in some aspects? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. The so I'm gonna ask a, a few questions. Number one, let's go ahead and connect the heart, mind, and body. So when you like think about these feelings of not being good enough, where do you feel it in your body? Do you feel it in your throat or your stomach or where do you feel it? Hmm, good question. Mm-hmm. Where do I feel it? Take your time. Um, connect with it. Think. I think I feel it more like within my like within my chest area. Mm-hmm. I know I'm 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 always like really really thinking about stuff like as soon as I wake up it's like boom my mind goes straight straight to it mm-hmm. but I think it may be a, a I'm feeling it in my chest I'm feeling it in my head mm-hmm. so I'm feeling it in my upper body area okay and on a scale of one to ten how intense is it it's usually pretty intense mm-hmm. so somewhere between somewhere between an eight and a ten okay is where where I feel it Understood. Understood. With this, how do you like envision yourself after we get rid of this internal conversation? What do you think life's going to look like for you? After we get rid of this, this is how I envision my life. Yeah. That when I wake up between one and four, which I'm always going to do that because I've been doing that since I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. I envision that I no longer will stop to work on work stuff. That work stuff will happen at 8.30 or 9 o'clock when I sign in at the regular time that I'm supposed to be signing in. Like, that's what I'm hoping, Charles, okay? So Yo, you got to hook this up. I got so, you. Okay, so that's what I am hoping and praying for, that mm-hmm. that's what this end result will look like. Yes. Because truly, I want to work on the stuff that I want to do Amen. outside of business hours, and I'm not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that's pas- that I'm passionate about. I want to be able to, during 1 and 4 a.m., I want to get back into writing more of my books that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. I want to, there's a course that I'm supposed to be working on. I haven't completed it because I'm, I'm focused on that because of the intensity of what you're saying here mm-hmm. with what I have going on with work. And then the last thing is I'm working on my PhD. I have put it off. I put it off because mm. 
still focus on work. Mm -hmm. But those three things I can do between 1 to 4 a.m., mm -hmm. but I have shifted my mind to believe that I'm not good enough with my full-time job. So I've taken the things that I, that I want to do mm -hmm. and put it on the back burner and focus on work. So, so yeah, so that's what I'm hoping that from this, I can shift my mindset to realize I'm good enough and I can handle stuff at 8.30 when I need to sign in to work. Amen. Let's get rid of that let's, now. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Right yes. now. Um, yes. So there's three things that you need to do in order to, for you to have a profound experience. Number one, you need to use your imagination. Mm -hmm. Number two, you need to follow directions just like you follow a good recipe or Google Maps. Okay. And number three is to trust the process. Know that I'm your guide and I'll be leading you through this easily and effortlessly. And I come from a place of love and high vibrations. Also, it's very important that empathy and compassion is displayed and distributed throughout this whole event, making sure that you see from everybody's perspective, everybody's point of view. And I'll make sure that I direct you through that. And also one more thing, every single event that you go to is a major breakthrough that you're having. Every single event that you go to and that you observe is a trigger, an internal conversation that you're silencing, okay? That I'm good enough is now being turned on mute. In fact, it's being turned on mute, it's being balled up and it's being thrown away. So every I want you to remember every single event in every single type of situation and I'll direct you through that as well. Okay. Awesome. So let's go ahead and get started. Oh, one more thing. We're going to create an imaginary timeline. Now with your imaginary timeline, your past can be to your left, to your right, or behind you. If you were to know, where's your past? It's behind me. Where's your future? It's ahead of me. Perfect. All right. Is it all right with your unconscious mind for you to release this limiting belief that I'm not good enough today and for you to be aware of it consciously? Yeah. Awesome. What is the root cause of this problem? The first event, which when disconnected, that will cause this problem to disappear. If you were to know, when was the first time that you felt as though I'm not good enough between the ages of birth and seven? Eight. We're going to go a little bit older with eight. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Now with, <laughs> no worries. Now with, <laughs> with eight years old, can you please tell us what happened? Yes. At, uh, at eight, I had my first moment of getting a bad grade in school. And, and it was due to some family issues that were going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't focus. I couldn't, I couldn't stay on task. Mm -hmm. So, so I know you said one to seven, but I know for sure it was eight. So exactly. I was like, <laughs> it was eight. Yeah, I got you. No it was, it was third grade. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. That's, that right there, we'll flex it a little bit right there since it's so vivid and, and you know exactly yeah. where it is. That's, that's totally perfect. You can go ahead and with that, you can close your eyes, relax, and let me know when you're ready for the process to drop your baggage. I'm ready. Awesome. Now, just imagine floating outside of your body as if though you are a spirit or energy and just imagine seeing yourself right here right now from a third person point of view like a fly on the wall see the light to your right the window behind you the painting of the horses behind you your earring let me know when you can see yourself from a third person point of view let's see it awesome now just imagine floating up above your timeline and float behind you into the past and flow deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above that first event in which you felt as though i'm not good enough when you were just a little girl in the third grade and just hover above yourself, seeing yourself as that little girl, like a fly on the wall. Let me know when you're there. Yeah. Okay. Now just float right there. Hover above that little girl. Don't go down into it. Just stay right there and just ask your unconscious mind what it needs to learn from the event. The learning of which will allow you to let go of the emotions easily and effortlessly. Your unconscious mind can preserve the learnings so that if you need them in the future, they'll be there. Just tell your unconscious mind to preserve the learning. This is an exercise of forgiveness and acceptance. Forgiveness for yourself 
and others and acceptance of yourself and others. Who do you have to forgive? What do you have to accept? Who do you have to accept? Remember to feel compassion for yourself and for everyone else in the event. See from everybody's perspective. Have empathy for everyone in that event. And as you do that, focus your attention upon how you're a survivor. Hurt people hurt people. We're all doing the best that we can with the resources and consciousness that we have. We can't control anyone else's actions, but we can control our response. We can grow stronger and wiser and learn from other people's actions and mistakes. Other people's actions have nothing to do with you. It's only a reflection of their baggage or whatever they're going through at the time. And we're better people than we were when those events occurred. You're a better person than you were when those events occurred. What is something positive and empowering you can tell that little girl and everyone else involved in the event? With the consciousness that you have today that would allow the emotions to evaporate like water on the concrete on a hot summer day. And as you preserve these learnings, the emotions are starting to dissipate more and more until they're all gone. Just let me know when they're all gone. Thank God. Awesome. Now, as you observe the event, keep your eyes closed. Don't open them until I ask. And as you observe the event, tell me, what did you learn from the event? I learned that I actually had had more support than I thought. I learned that I, I am good enough, that I don't I don't need that validation of, of a grade or mm. a person. It's feeling good about about me. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, what is something that you can tell your teacher? So I want to tell her that I wasn't able to focus because of what I was dealing with at home. And I should have communicated that. Mm. And I didn't allow myself to be open to that. And and that I am, I'm sorry that I didn't take the time to, to address anything with it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Is, is there anyone else that you need to talk to? I need to talk to my parents. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I need to talk to my parents. I need to explain to them how what was going on as a kid at eight years old impacted my self-esteem, mm -hmm. impacted me being able to get good grades during that time period. Mm -hmm. And that I forgive them. I realized I had held on to a piece of animosity, I guess, mm -hmm. of blaming them for, for what happened then. But yeah. I want to say that to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. What is something that you can take from that event into the future with you to make you a better person? I want to take into the future that you don't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You don't have to try and get everything done, that everything is not always going to be A's and B's and A plus and A minuses. There are going to be hiccups and obstacles. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of that, you're still good enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Very good. Now, just imagine floating up above your timeline and float behind you into the past and float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above the dinosaurs during the prehistoric age. Let me know when you're above the dinosaurs. Okay, I'm there. Awesome. Now, as you're above the dinosaurs, just imagine floating deeper and deeper and deeper into space to where space and the atmosphere connects. And imagine your timeline is the size of a fingernail. Let me know when you're there. I'm there. Awesome. Now, just imagine floating there in space, weightless, and ask yourself now, where are the emotions? Tell me, are they there or have they disappeared? Now. They've disappeared. Awesome. Now, just imagine floating down inside the event, seeing to your own eyes as a little girl and check on the emotions. Tell me, are they there or have they disappeared? Now. They've disappeared. Awesome. Flow back above the dinosaurs and into space. Store space in the atmosphere connects. Let me know when you're there. I'm back. Okay, listen closely. Flow very, very high above your timeline, above each and every event in which you felt as though I'm not good enough. From birth until now, in chronological order. Don't skip one event that has a charge on it. Preserve the learnings and let go of that limiting belief that I'm not good enough all the way back to now. Go. And when you're back to now, 
Just let me know. Take your time. I'm back. Awesome. Flow down into your body and open your eyes when you're ready. Welcome back. Thank you. That's good stuff, huh? Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you sit sit in that for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That feels good. Yeah, feels good. Yeah. All right. So, how you feel? I feel good. Like there was there was that limiting belief that I woke up with this morning, Mm -hmm. and uh, I thought I thought about it. I even said something about it this morning. So. Mm Um, so with what were some of the major revelations that you had throughout your timeline as far as the things that i thought about that were well the things that made that helped you release the emotion from the event things that helped me release as soon as you had me go up in like an orbit Mm -hmm. i i felt it's relief Mm -hmm. that was pretty amazing i felt myself looking down over my life and the old me and Mm -hmm. me all the way back to when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and realizing how small and insignificant those things that i thought were so big were Mm -hmm. all of a sudden those things meant nothing Mm -hmm. and i had been allowing stuff to torture me mentally for for nothing Mm -hmm. so yeah so that was that was pretty awesome Yeah. yeah How many events did you did you visit throughout your timeline? I visited three major events: mm-hmm. the childhood, the marriage, and then a job situation. Very good, very yeah. very good. Yeah. And the like, besides like seeing how insignificant that they were, like only a glimpse or a blip in your timeline. Was there any other revelation about yourself or about life that you had that helped you also release that that limiting belief? Mm. No, like, no, it was, it's weird. Like once, once it was gone, like, mm-hmm. I can't even describe, describe, like, I can't even describe like what just happened. Like you already know. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to describe like what just happened to me, but I know it happened. So, <laughs> but, but those three mm-hmm. that I was so focused on, one of them has been haunting me every single day. Mm-hmm. And I think about it have thought about it mm-hmm. until until a few moments ago. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it every single day for at least the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about it now? Oh, it's, it's done like nothing. Like <laughs> it was like, it was a waste of my energy thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Yes, yes, that's so awesome. All right, let's, uh, let's test it out officially. Right. So I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you smell, do you smell biscuits? No. Okay. I asked that question to get your mind off of the meditation. Oh, okay. Can you, can you remember a time in the past in which you used to feel that old emotion and go back and notice if you can feel it, or you may find that you cannot. That old emotion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I found it. Yeah. Can you, can you, can you remember a time in the past in which you used to feel that old emotion and see if you can still feel that old emotion, or you may find that you cannot. I can't feel the emotion with it, but I can, I, I can see it all transpiring and everything, but I can't feel the emotion with it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's that's what the whole exercise is about. It's about disassociating the old emotion, the negative emotion from the memory. Ah, okay. Yes, indeed. <laughs> now, I, I want you to imagine going out into the future to an unspecified time in the future in which if the same thing would have happened in the past, you would have felt as though I'm not good enough, but it's the future now. So see if you can find that old emotion or you may find that you cannot. You want me to close my eyes? You, if you if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm looking for that old emotion. Yeah, in the future. I can't find it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 
Congratu- <laughs> congratulations. You are officially a baggage dropper. <laughs> a baggage dropper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Like ah, that, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Your energy feels different. Your energy yeah. feels totally different. Yeah. Physically. Physically, how do you feel now that you dropped that weight off of your shoulder? So physically, I feel like I'm ready to go walking right now in this moment. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm ready to go exercise right in this moment. <laughs> yeah. so, so, uh, so, I do feel lighter. I do feel lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, the mind-body connection, right? So uh, the body had been holding on to that weight for so long. And you yeah. just got used to carrying it around. And now that it's lifted off your, like your shoulders, you, you literally feel like a weight's been lifted off of you. Yes. Now yeah. I know what people mean when they say that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it, it seems like you, like you said, feel lighter and also that you have a, a bit more energy as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, I, I, and I was tired. I realized I was tired earlier today because I've been working since 1 Mm a.m. And I realized my energy had dropped, but I feel like I'm on 10 or 12 now. So (laughs) that's so awesome. Congrats. Uh, Thank you, Joe. Yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) One more thing tomorrow morning. What are you going to do? Like, let's plan for this. What are you going to do tomorrow besides going straight to work? Oh, so tomorrow between 1 and 4, you know, I know I'm already gonna be up yeah so tomorrow between one and four i'm I'm gonna work on this class that i have put off forever Mm -hmm. but that is so important to me Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna work on that and i'm gonna spend some time walk working on the new illustrations for my next book so so yeah that's so awesome (laughs) that's so good Well, thank you so much, <laughs> Shelly, for showing up for your divine appointment. Like, you did great. Thank you, thank you so much. Yes, of I course. I appreciate it, y'all. Yes, of course. <laughs> and shout out to River, River C. Jones, for having you on yes, as well. Yes, <laughs> the River Logic Show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to, to tie this up in a wonderful bow, please, can you give us one more word of wisdom? Yeah. Anytime that you have allowed life situations or anyone that has said something to you or done something to you, in impact your life in a negative way drop off that baggage mm-hmm. so and get with y'all so drop it <laughs> off <laughs> oh thank you so much and thank you all out there for listening i really truly appreciate your your attention and your support i know if you guys are listening i just know that i love you all so much right here on the drop your baggage podcast where we talk to people that are dope that can bring you hope and show you a technique that can help you cope if you're on any platform right now please consider hitting the like and subscribe button if you're on a podcast platform Give a brother five stars and some feedback as well. And until next time, you all take care of yourself and take care of one another. Peace.